Give your Bibles, would you open up to the book of Proverbs tonight, chapter 18. Proverbs chapter 18. Just want to encourage everybody here again tonight to sign up, register for conference. Tonight's the last night for the early bird, unless grace appears. I'm pretty sure that it's the last night to receive that. So if you sign up, you'll receive $20 off each registration. It's something we look forward to. It's going to be an incredible time in the presence of the Lord in the fall here. Proverbs 18, verse 10 reads, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. How beautiful is the name of the Lord. How wonderful, how lovely, how precious, how mighty, how strong, how powerful, how comforting is the name of the Lord. The message reads, God's name is a place of protection. How many have found that to be true? God's name is a place of perfection, protection. All these things, it is perfect in that it holds everything. All that we need, all we could ask for, all that we could long for, it's perfect. It's a perfect protection for us as believers, for us as sons and daughters. There's no greater name. We know there's no higher name. The Word declares that the name of the Lord is above, far above. The name of the Lord. The CEV reads, the Lord is a mighty tower where his people can run for safety. We trust in the name of the Lord. We rely on the name of the Lord. What a name. A name that we exalt, a name that we look to. It's a name that we run to. It's a name that we run into a name that we revere, a name that we love, a name that we hope in, a name that we count on. We count on the name of the Lord and all that it is. We count on His name. Concerning salvation, we count on the name of the Lord, don't we? We count on the name Jesus. It's only by His name and by His blood. What a name. What a powerful name. All that it holds, all that it houses. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. You know, we all have our tower. We all have our tower, the place or the thing or the name to which we run. All of us, we all have our tower. Now hopefully our tower is the name of the Lord as the word instructs and the word counsels. But we all have our tower. It's the place, the thing, the name to which we run. What is my tower? What do I run to and run into? What am I in the habit of running to and running into? 
when I need strength, when I need protection, when I need comfort, when I need help, when I need reprieve. What am I in the habit of running to? What am I in the habit of running into? You know, in life, if we're looking to protect something, we seek out the strongest means. If we're looking to protect something, if we want peace of mind concerning that thing or that object, we seek out the strongest means. Our son Clive rides his bike to school. How many rode their bike to school as a kid? A few people here, all right. Rides his bike to school, and before he began to ride his bike to school, we had headed to the local bike shop to purchase a lock. Good idea. We arrived, and there's, there's many types of locks. There's locks that look real nice, but they're not as strong as the other locks. There's a lot of options. So we purchased a lock, and, well, I bought a lock that's definitely overkill. But I don't want to have to replace the bike. And I don't want to be wondering and worrying throughout the day that that bike's not going to be there when he gets out of class to ride it home. See, when we're seeking to protect things, we seek out the strongest means, true? You think it's something you want to protect, you seek out the strongest means. If someone offered you something less, told you it might work, you might be okay, your, your bike might be there at the end of the day. You'd say, are there any other options? And so too with our lives, with our faith, with everything we have, we should be seeking out the strongest means of protection. The name of the Lord is more than enough. The name of the Lord is overkill. The name of the Lord is the strongest option. What's your tower? Think about it tonight. What are you in the habit of running to? What are you in the habit of running into when you need and fill in the blank? What if the big bad wolf comes along? Which little pig are we? Straw, sticks, or bricks? Is it a paper tower? Could be money. In the habit of running in there, when we need protection, we need reprieve. We're running after that. That's our tower, a paper tower. It could be a glass tower. You know, it could be a tower made of mirrors. It's our popularity, self-focus, our vanity. It could be a tower of human ingenuity. It's our own strength, something we've crafted some escape we've formed and shaped. Is it a tower made of capsules, pills and medications? Is it a tower made of information, Google? Is it a tower made of media, entertainment, some form of escape? You know, the truth is, we not only run into 
our tower. We also live in and out of our tower. You see, whatever it is tonight, whatever our tower is, it becomes our strength. It becomes our source. It becomes our dependence. It becomes our confidence. It's what we look to when we need things, when the blank is blank and we need to fill it in. Whatever it is, it's, it's that thing that we're looking to and running to. It could be money. It could be our popularity. It could be that group of friends that makes us feel good, but doesn't make us do good. You know what I'm saying tonight? It could be the internet where we're looking at things we shouldn't be looking at because it gives us something. It's some fix. It's, it could be a bottle. It could be, you know, whatever it is tonight. What's our tower? What's the thing that we're running to for protection? What we see is protection. What we see is strong. Something we can hide behind. Something we can... Have a little bit of reprieve from the storm or the state or the season or pressure. What's our tower? If my tower is anything other than the Lord God Almighty and His name, my tower and your tower is shakable, breakable, and takeable. I want to remind us tonight that we have been granted access to the strongest tower. I want to encourage us tonight to make the name of the Lord our tower. Nothing else, nothing less. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. Psalm 46.1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Psalm 31.3, for you are my rock and my fortress. Psalm 62.6, he only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense and my fortress. I shall not be moved. He only, he only, I shall not be moved. Nahum 1.7, the Lord is good. A stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knows those who trust in him. Maybe we're trusting in something else, some other tower. Our faith is in some other tower. Maybe we lack faith altogether. It's just a tower where we can just kind of get away, escape. You know, your tower could be sitcoms. <laughs> just escape, just clear your mind, just go idle, just The Lord, his name is a strong tower, and it's available for the righteous to run in, find safety and security. Psalm 9.9, the Lord also will be a refuge and a high tower for the oppressed, a refuge and a stronghold in times of trouble, high cost, destitution, and desperation. Who are you going to run to? Where are you going to run to? Where, what are you going to run into? Psalm 9, verses 9 and 10 in the message, God's a safe house for the battered. 
a sanctuary during bad times. The moment you arrive, you, you relax. You're never sorry you knocked. Ain't that true? You see, you're sorry a lot of times when you knock on other towers. When you run to other towers and you run into other towers, there's guilt, there's shame, there's condemnation. You just know it ain't right. Even if it's not totally bad, you know it's not the high standard the Lord has called us to live at. Or running to other things to find security, to find hope, to find life, to find joy, to find freedom, to find acceptance, whatever it is. To our strong tower. What happens when that strong tower is taken? Or when it's broken? Or when God comes and says, it's time for me to wipe it away. Because your strong tower ain't right. It's not godly, it's not holy, it's not fitting for a son, a daughter of God. By my grace and mercy, I will not let you dwell in this tower. I will not let you run to this tower anymore. Let's deal with it. Let's deal with it. What is your tower? You know, it could be a person. It could be an association. It could be a relationship. Who is your tower? Samuel Adams said these words, the name of the Lord, says the scripture, is a strong tower. Thither the righteous flee and are safe. Let us secure his favor. This is the favor of God. And he will lead us through the journey of this life and at length receive us to a better. You see, this is the favor of God. This is the provision of God. He's provided us with his name, the strongest means of protection, the strongest tower. It'd be wise that the righteous run to it and find safety. You see, the enemy wants us running to and into any tower other than the name of the Lord. They'll even try and convince us that the other towers are okay, that there can be other towers in the land as long as you got the name of the Lord somewhere. As long as you visit the name of the Lord once in a while. Visit the name of the Lord when it's really bad. The enemy wants us running to and into any other tower than the name of the Lord. In fact, he wants us to build our own tower. You see, he's got a warehouse and a yard full of inferior materials. You know what he tells us? He tells us, forget the name of the Lord, here's another name. Here's another tower. In fact, here are the blueprints, and here is the list of materials needed. You know, he wants us to sign up for the club card. He even hands out rewards to frequent shoppers. And you know it's true that right when our tower gets a little run down, he conveniently has a sale on paint. It's how it is. It's exactly the truth. You see, the enemy is a liar. And his plan is to get us to build a tower that he is able to shake and break and take. That he can control, 
that he can manipulate, that he can run, that he can govern, that he knows the ins and outs of, that he knows how to crawl in underneath and get into your tower. You think you're safe. You might not even see him, and he's in there. He's working away. John 10.10, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I just want to say tonight, when the enemy's flyer shows up in your mail, cast it out. Cast it out. Genesis chapter 11, verses 1 to 4. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a place in the land of Shinar. They dwelt there. Then they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone and they had asphalt for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. The voice reads, people to each other, come on, let's make bricks out of mud and bake them in the fire. Then we can build all we want. Let's go and build ourselves a city with a huge tower that reaches into heaven. You know, even if the enemy doesn't show up to our tower, if our tower isn't the name of the Lord, he's already got us. Even if we didn't head to his warehouse and pick something out or to his yard, even if he didn't, you know, pull out his salespeople, his little demons, and run us around and say, here's a good option, here's a good option, here's a good option, here's the blueprint, here's the blueprint. If we've simply, as Christians, picked something else other than the Lord's name as our strong tower, the enemy's already got us. He's already fooled us. He's already duped us. He already knows we're we're vulnerable, we're not protected. We're weak, we're not strong, that he can come in and he can take advantage of us. He can take advantage of our homes if the name of the Lord isn't the strong tower. He can take advantage of our marriages, of our relationships, of our friendships, of our Christian friendships, take advantage of our church service, everything, if the name of the Lord is not our strong tower. He can take advantage of our occupation, our education. We know he can take advantage of our mind and of our heart even of our will and of our emotions. If the name of the Lord is in our strong tower. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. Sure seems like our day. They said to one another, come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone and they had asphalt for mortar. No, people have got real good at making bricks and baking them thoroughly. And they said, come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. And you know, isn't it amazing how we elevate our own handiwork, that which we've constructed, our tower, Claiming it reaches the heavens. As if it's on that level and accepted as so. We build our tower, we build it, and we we claim it reaches the heavens. 
that it touches heaven, that it reaches into heaven. Are you seeing the application here tonight? Can you hear the call of the Spirit? We build these things and we think that it's, it's acceptable, that it reaches heaven, that it's accepted as something that reaches heaven. But we can't build our own tower and think that it's accepted and that it reaches heaven because it doesn't. There's only one strong tower that reaches heaven and reaches into and is accepted, and that's the name of the Lord. So we don't trust in anything else. Genesis 11, verses 5 to 9, But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one, and they all have one language. And this is what they begin to do. Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down and there confuse their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they ceased building the city. Therefore its name is called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. You see, the Lord comes down to see the tower we've built. That's the truth. The Lord is looking at our life. It's not that he has to show up. He's always watching. He's always looking. He's looking in the good seasons and in the bad seasons. He's with us. He knows what kind of tower we're running to. I can't believe that Christians that have the Holy Spirit inside of them, why on earth would we carry the Holy Spirit to an inferior tower. And then think the Holy Spirit is in that tower going to function and operate and have the freedom and the liberty and the flow that he should have. We go time and time again and then we wonder why we can't feel the Spirit and hear the Spirit. We've lost our way. It's because our land is filled with towers. And the Lord's tower is nowhere in sight. We've removed ourselves. We've let a lot of things get in the way. The terrain has taken over in the path. We just can't seem to find the path anymore. path to the name of the Lord. It shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> the Lord comes down to see the tower we've built, but there's only one tower that finds his approval, and it's not a tower we've built. It's a tower that he's gifted to us. It's his favor. It's his name. It's his name alone. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. I want to share with you words of Watchman Nee, great man of God. If God were to add power onto the name I am, then his revealed name could not bespeak love. If he were to add love onto I am, then his name could also not bespeak of himself as power or wisdom or righteousness or sanctification or redemption or comfort or fortress or high tower or refuge or whatever. And so he simply said to Moses, I am. 
without stating what he is. God thus leaves this to the believers to add to it. And let me say that this is not mere letter. This is spiritual reality. We may fill in what God left unsaid according to faith. If we have faith as well as need, we may complete the sentence name of I am with whatever our need is, and we shall be supplied by God. If, for example, we are in need of comfort, then God can be to us our comfort. If we are in need of refuge, He by faith can be our refuge. If we need a high tower, then by faith He is our high tower. If we need victory, He is our victory. If we need holiness, then He can be our holiness. If we need light, then by faith He is to us our light. And if we need the bread of life, He is that to us too. Whatever the need, we may fill that in by adding that to his name. We have no doubt that we may fill in whatever we need. It is not unlike a checkbook with an authorized signature already signed on every check and given to us. Come on. We may fill in whatever amount we need, whether it's a thousand or ten thousand dollars. We simply fill in the amount of our need because the signature is already there. I don't know if you believe it, but the signature is already there. Even if you don't believe it, the signature is already there. You got a checkbook full of checks that are blank. You can fill in whatever you want. The signature is already there on every one. How unfortunate, he goes on, that there are so many who do not really know who God is. So many who do not realize that Jehovah is who he is. And they don't realize what Jehovah can be to them. Yet I see the breadth and the length and the height and the depth of that name Jehovah, and truly it includes everything. No wonder those who know God take his name as a strong tower into which the righteous can run and are safe. Let's have the worship team return. It's so true that we all have our tower, the place and the thing, the name that we run to. And I know the Spirit speaks beyond beyond the words to point out and show us what that is. I've met so many people that their tower has been stripped from them. For some, it was sports. They got an injury they can't play. That was their tower. We could call it an idol, but we're not talking about that tonight. We're talking about the place to which they run, strength, whatever. They had popularity. All of a sudden, the popularity's gone, and they don't know what to do with themselves. Well, they ran to the bottle, but the bottle got away on them. You know what I'm saying? That tower infected them and took over. And it's master, they're not. What is our tower? It's simple tonight. What do we run to and what do we run into? What are we in the habit of running into? 
you know, is there, is there need tonight? Do we have need? What's the blank? What's filling the space? What's, what's there for you? Is, is it financial means? Is it you need, you know, Jehovah Jireh to provide? Do you need a provider? Well, why don't you just you fill it in tonight? You know what I'm saying? We get so caught up in these other things. Is it acceptance? Is it comfort? What do you need his name to be? Strong tower, high tower, hope, life, joy. You got no joy? How about run into the name of the Lord? Don't run into something else. See, we look at all these other things to supply us with joy, but that's not true joy. That's not real joy. It's empty. It might give us enjoyment, but you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about that real joy that's deep, that's lasting, that's untakeable. It doesn't matter if we lose our car and our house and our money and, you know, everything else and our mobility. We still got joy. Could we say that tonight, that even if we lost everything, we would still have joy because that's, that's the joy of the Lord. And it translates into everything else and it touches everything else and it makes everything else come alive when we have the joy of the Lord as our source and our strength. And So I don't know what you need tonight. I don't know what the blank is. I don't know what y- you want to fill that space with or what you're filling it with. I-, I don't know. Maybe your strong tower is Google. You just don't know what to do with yourself and you just, like, you need information and you need to figure everything out. And maybe it's understanding. Like, you know, if you are here last night, we talked about that. What is it? Let's start filling in the checkbook. I I just want to encourage us concerning faith. Let's start filling in the checkbook. There's already an authorized signature on every check. I think the Lord, you know, he gives us his name as a strong tower. He gives us his checkbook with with authorized signature on every check. And, And some of us, we never even crack open the cover. We never even look. We don't fill anything in. When we need provision, we go anywhere else. We need joy, we just find something to make us happy. When we're lonely, we hook up. When we need a break, we just push people away and push ourselves out and try and breathe. When we get old, we do things that make us feel young again, you know. That's okay. You know what I'm saying tonight? These things that we run to, these strong towers that, that leave us wanting. Leave us broken. Is there a tower or towers that we need to leave behind tonight? just want to encourage us, run to the strongest tower in the name of the Lord. It simply is the Tower of Power. Let's stand tonight. Let's just lift this up. It's all because of you, Jesus. Just thank him tonight for who he is. Would you just thank him for the I Am name? Say, thank you, Lord. I thank you for all that your name is and all that your name has been to me and it is to me, Lord, and will be to me in this life. If you need to run into that strong tower tonight, and we all do, let's, let's run into the strong tower tonight. The righteous runneth in and are safe. Thank you, Lord.